Hi everyone, it's Ramal, Retail Technology Analyst here at Foresight Research, and today I will be your host on this special episode of Retailistic, where we will be discussing a very important topic to us here at Foresight, and of course that is Earth Day and sustainability in the retail world. I am very pleased to be joined by one of our senior analysts, Sunny, who covers apparel, fashion, and footwear here at Foresight to talk about this important topic. Sunny, would you like to quickly introduce yourself before we dive in? Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me here, Primal. Hi, everyone. I'm Sunny Zing. Um, I cover the uh, U.S. I cover the apparel and footwear sector at Corsair Research. I also cover alternative retail models such as resale, rental, um, direct to consumer, digital native, and subscription e-commerce. Awesome, and it's absolutely great to have you on with us today, Sunny. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of great insights on the topic of Earth Day and sustainability. And before we uh, go ahead and kick things off, I want to give some context of the origin of Earth Day and what it means to society today. So Earth Day, it is a globally celebrated event, so not just the U.S., but all around the world, that does take place annually April 22nd, and it is meant to raise awareness about environmental issues and also encourage people to take action to protect the one and only planet that we have. It is estimated that over a billion uh, people participated in some form yearly, and that does include many different uh, ways to celebrate Earth Day. That could be attending a rally, uh, that could be going out with your friends and family, maybe your company to plant a tree, or it could be something even just as little as picking up a litter a little bit more uh, within your community. But it is one of the largest secular observances in the world, and it was founded by Senator Gaylord Nelson of Wisconsin, and he was inspired by the student anti-war movement uh, that was happening during uh, the period of the Vietnam War and wanted to create a similar movement but around environmental issues. And today, Earth Day does include a wide wide range of events that is coordinated globally by EarthDay.org, formerly known as Earth Day Network, in more than 193 countries. Sunny, I wanted to ask you, Do you think the importance of Earth Day has increased over the last five to 10 years? I mean, I know me personally, it's something that I've heard about a lot more uh, as time uh, goes on. And also, what role do you see it playing in protecting our planet from future environmental crises in the future? Yeah, sure. Um, Over the past decade, there has been a growing awareness of environmental issues and a renewed focus on sustainability, um, particularly in the wake of climate change concerns. And we are seeing um, we have seen many individuals, organizations and governments around the world um, recognize the importance of protecting the environment and have taken steps to promote sustainability and reduce their impact on the planet. Earth Day has definitely played an important role in raising awareness of these issues um, and inspiring action. Um, In the future, um, Earth Day is likely to continue to play a vital role in raising awareness of environmental issues and inspiring actions to protect our planet. And by promoting sustainability and encouraging um, both individuals and organizations to take actions, Earth Earth Day can really help to mitigate the impacts of environmental crisis. I completely agree. I feel like Earth Day is something that's, you know, evolving uh, as time goes on. And one thing that I find really cool is that every single year, uh, EarthDay.org, they actually have an official theme. And the one for this year actually stood out to me. Uh, It's one that I like a lot. It is invest in our planet. 
Sunny, what does the term invest in our planet mean to you? And why is it something that specifically the retail community should be interested in in 2023 and beyond? Yeah, I think the term invest in our planet generally refers to the idea of dedicating resources, um, both financially and otherwise um, towards initiatives and actions that will promote environmental sustainability. Um, this may involve um, supporting renewable energy, uh, reducing waste and carbon emissions, um, conserving natural resources and other similar efforts. Um, investing in um, our planet can have significant benefits for both the environment and the economy. Um, the retail community should be interested in investing in our planet um, because, um, first, consumers are increasingly interested in sustainability and eco-friendliness when making purchasing decisions. So brands and retailers should really prioritize sustainability um, in their products and their business vision, visions because they can really gain a competitive edge. Um, second, the impacts of climate change are becoming increasingly severe and are likely to have significant economic impacts. So investing in sustainability can help to mitigate this risk. Um, finally, investing in sustainability can also provide opportunities um, for brands and retailers to contribute to positive social and environmental impact, which can be an important part of their corporate social responsibility efforts, which can drive value in brand equity, um, stock prices, and also in top line and bottom line, bottom line growth. Well, I absolutely love that answer. And I love how you tied in. And I think this is something that a lot of brands and retailers should be thinking about. And uh, we'll dive into it in a little bit more detail in just a bit. But just this fact that, you know, sustainability is uh, a concept not just about protecting the environment, but also about accelerating the economy. And uh, we'll dive into uh, just exactly how that happens. But I do want to talk a little bit more about the role that brands and retailers can play, obviously. Uh, they're a big part of the economy and just uh, the world ecosystem in general. And we do believe that they have a big role to play in the well-being of our planet by making their business operations more oriented around environmental sustainability, as well as by shaping greener consumer behavior through implementing sustainability initiatives, because we do know that uh, consumers react quite well to a lot of the initiatives that brands and retailers present to them. And of course, that in a way can uh, shape their consumer behavior. Sunny, I have two questions that I wanted to ask you. Number one, what does Earth Day mean to the retail community today? And why should brands and retailers have this day marked on their calendars? And also for those brands and retailers that really want to start participating in Earth Day, uh, maybe they haven't been as involved yet, and maybe they don't know exactly where to start. Uh, can you give some examples of what kind of things brands and retailers can be doing if they do want to participate in this special day? Yeah, sure. Um, regarding your first question, um, as mentioned, I think the uh, biggest benefits lie in uh, the impact on top line and bottom line growth. Um, although um, retail companies have not yet um, disclosed like how much um, sustainability impact their business, but I do um, see... Um, and hear from brands and retailers saying that investing in sustainability helps them uh, reduce waste and lower costs, um, both operating costs and product costs. Um, so going forward, it's definitely a 
a great idea and an important perspective um, for retail companies to incorporate sustainability into their businesses. Um, regarding your second question, I think there are like many ways to um, participate in Earth Day. For example, um, companies should really educate their employees and customers about environmental issues. Um, this can be done through events, workshops, or by providing educational resources on their website or in-store. And um, retailers can make sustainable changes to their operations, such as um, promoting energy efficiency or using sustainable materials in their products. Um, also, they can partner with environmental organizations um, or um, encourage, um, like, encourage sustainable behaviors among their employees and customers, such as provide, in, um, provide incentives for sustainable actions, um, like um, giving rewards on recycling or reducing energy use. So these can all help to promote a culture of sustainability and encourage positive environmental impact. That's great. And I think, uh, you know, just like you said, there are so many different ways that brands and retailers can be thinking and uh, implementing action uh, when it does come to uh, uh, accelerating their journey, their sustain their sustainability journey. But one that really uh, stands out to me, uh, just as you uh, discussed, was educating consumers. I think that's one that you know is really easy to do. Just simply put a uh, a spot on your website dedicated to uh, environmental concerns as well as uh, different things that consumers should be thinking about. So I think that's something that at the very least, a lot of brands and retailers can be doing to at least start on their sustainability journey. Uh, one interesting thing that, you know, I actually heard at Shop Talk just, just a few weeks ago, or at least uh, probably a, about a month now, uh, but the quote was that corporate social responsibility, a term that's commonly heard in the a retail community should actually be termed as corporate social opportunity, highlighting the business opportunity present uh, when a company's operations become more sustainable. And there are many different data points to back this up. Just one that uh, I thought was very compelling was according to a research, uh, research survey that we did not too long ago, we found that four in 10 respondents did say that sustainability impacts where they shop somewhere to a great, uh, to a great extent compared to only one in 10 saying it does not impact them at all. So this data point alongside many others, I think we see a clear trend that consumers are starting to care more and more about sustainability. Uh, Sunny, I wanted to ask for brands and retailers primarily concerned with business growth, maybe not so much about sustainability yet. Can you speak a little bit to the specific benefits a business can see in its top and bottom line growth as a result from becoming more sustainable? I know you, uh, uh, touched on a few of them, such as cost savings. Uh, are there any others, uh, any other benefits that you think could come from a retailer becoming more sustainable? Yeah, sure. Um, I can break that um, in more details. Um, so I think there are five pillars. So first, it's about improve the brand reputation. Um, so by prioritizing sustainability, a business can actually improve its brand reputation, which can lead to increased customer loyalty and sales. Um, consumers are 
um, interested in supporting brands that are committed to sustainability and businesses that do that can actually differentiate themselves from their competitors. Uh, second is about increased efficiency and cost savings. Uh, many sustainable initiatives such as uh, reducing energy use, um, using sustainable materials and opt optimizing supply chains can lead to increased efficiency and cost savings. Every company wants to save money in this inflationary environment. Um, the third pillar is about accessing pot or potential um, access to new markets and customers. Businesses that prioritize sustainability can access new markets, um, such as European markets, um, where our customers um, who prioritize sustainability when making purchasing decisions. And the fourth part is about improved employee retention and productivity. Um, prioritizing sustainability can improve employee satisfaction and retention. Um, as employees are more often more motivated to work for a company that is committed to positive social and environmental um, impact. Um, the last pillar is about uh, mitigation of risks. So by addressing environmental risk and mitigating the negative impacts of climate change, business can protect their assets, um, especially business in the industrial and um, building structure, um, structure industries. Um, they can protect their assets and investment and ensure long-term sustainability and profit, profitability. Awesome. And I love how you broke that down into five pillars. That was really great to understand. Uh, and yeah, that's really in line with our belief here at Corsair Research that sustainability and business growth are highly, highly correlated. Uh, and we do believe, you know, that there is a lot of work to be done in the retail industry in terms of sustainability. And we want to spend the rest of the podcast highlighting uh, some initiatives retailers can take in three specific areas apparel and fashion, transportation and delivery, and resource conservation and optimization. And of course, beginning with apparel and fashion, uh, something which Sunny is very familiar with, uh, sustainability is, a, is very crucial in that industry, specifically due to the environmental and social impacts of its production process. And with the industry being one of the largest polluters in the world, adopting sustainable practices is absolutely necessary for reducing carbon footprint and ensuring a more ethical and responsible supply chain. A topic of discussion that you know I've been hearing a lot about lately uh, within the industry is ethical sourcing of sustainable materials. An interesting example I actually heard about at Shop Talk was Levi CEO speaking to the success of a new line of jeans that Levi's uh, uh, recently put out, uh, and that line of jeans is made from recycled plastic bottles and organic cotton. And he was speaking to how much consumers love the product and how they plan to expand similar product lines. Sunny, can you expand a little bit on the concept of ethical sourcing and the importance of using sustainable materials in the apparel and fashion industry? Yeah, so um, Levi's is really standing at the forefront of um, producing sustainably. So ethic sourcing um, generally refers to the practice of sourcing materials, um, products, and also can be services um, in a way that is socially and environmentally responsible. Um, this can involve ensuring fair labor practices, uh, reducing the environmental impact of production, and supporting local communities. Um, using sustainable materials um, can have several benefits for fashion businesses. First, um, it can help 
to reduce environmental impact of the production process, as you mentioned, Pamel, uh, which can improve brand reputation and attract uh, environmentally conscious customers. Um, second, sustainable materials are often of more higher quality and have a longer lifespan than non-sustainable materials, which can improve customer satisfaction and products um, and, and their loyalty. And finally, by using sustainable materials, business can contribute to positive social and environmental impact, which can be an important part of, of their CSR efforts, uh, which were which was also highlighted before. Awesome. And just as you uh, kind of touched on this idea of the life cycle of apparel items, leading us into another topic of dis- a discussion that's quickly gaining popularity among a lot of retailers, uh, I would say largely driven by consumer demand. And that's the rise of the secondhand market and the concept of using clothes for longer periods of time than uh, many consumers in the past may have been accustomed to. According to a recent Corsite research survey, we did find that 44% of consumers bought secondhand clothing, footwear, or accessories in the 12 months uh, prior to October 2022, which I find uh, to be quite incredible. Uh, and also 51% plan to make purchases uh, in the secondhand market in the following three to six months. So really an area uh, that is quite exploding, I would say. Uh, and I wanted to ask Sunny, why do you think the popularity of the secondhand market is growing so rapidly right now? And what are the implications for sustainability in fashion, as I'm sure there's going to be quite a few? Yeah, uh, we, Course I Research, published a fashion resale uh, market deep dive in December 2022. Um, actually, we did publish one resale report every year. So we do believe that the popularity of the secondhand market is growing, um, especially the fashion resale market. Uh, we estimate that the fashion, U.S. fashion resale market to grow to almost 30 billion U.S. dollars by end of 2023, up from just around 25 billion U.S. dollars in 2022, and from a low single um single number which which was around 9 billion um in tw- in, in 2018 um so the market is really growing fast and um promoting the second hand market can really help reduce waste um extend product life life cycles and promote circular economy and we are seeing more apparent for where brands and retailers um doing collaborations or partnering with resale platforms such as ThreadUp or launching their own um, programs such as Canada Goose um, to join the flow of um, uh, offering secondhand um, products. And um, those products are um, typically um, like super welcomed by consumers according to our observations. And um, going forward, we expect to see more sportswear retailers and also luxury luxury players um, in the fashion resale market to gain shares. Yeah, I think it's really interesting how a lot of these brands and retailers are taking notice of the rising popularity of this market and actually bringing uh, a lot of these resale programs in-house, which I think is really smart and just the uh, just the rise of this market, uh, the secondhand market is one that I personally like a lot, just because I'm a huge uh, uh, I'm a huge fan of thrifting. I think it's absolutely great for sustainability. Uh, but switching gears a little bit, another uh, 
retail area of discussion where sustainability is often brought up is transportation and delivery. And of course, sustainability is crucial in retail delivery and transportation due to significant greenhouse gas emissions, often which do come in the scope three buckets, uh, which is emissions that occur through a company's supply chain, which are a major cause of climate change and a point of scrutiny by many retail consumers. We do believe that by adopting sustainable practices, a lot of retailers can reduce their carbon footprint, minimize waste, and meet the growing consumer demand for sustainable solutions, specifically within delivery and transportation of goods. Sunny, what do you think are some initiatives or technologies that brands and retailers can be using to decrease environmental harm that they may be doing due to transportation and delivery of their products? Interesting. Um, I think there are mainly two. Um, the first is um, sustainable packaging. Um, we are seeing more, um, especially food and beverages uh, brands and retailers um, using sustainable uh, packaging um, to reduce environmental impact, um, conserve, conserve natural resources and promote um, circular economy. And um, brands and retailers can focus on using recyclable or biodegradable materials, uh, reducing packaging waste and implementing um, closed-loop packaging systems. Um, another important perspective, I think, is um, sustainable transportation. Um, so this can help reduce greenhouse gas emissions um, and um, like we, we are seeing more sustainable transportation options for, um, for, for employees and customers, including electric vehicles and public transportation. Um, Amazon has set a goal to have net zero carbon emissions for its transportation fleet by 2040, 2040 yeah, including investing in electric um, delivery um, vehicles and sustainable transportation options for employees. Yeah, and I think uh, one thing that a lot of retailers and brands should keep their eyes on is the rise of a lot, many different advanced technologies, which I believe uh, should really revolutionize, uh, revolutionize the delivery space. Uh, things like electric, electric vehicles or even drone deliveries, uh, route optimization technology, uh, which can help uh, with more efficient routes. I think a lot of these different technologies will be helping retailers reduce their uh, emissions uh, in the last mile. And the last topic that I did want to quickly uh, uh, touch on is a topic of resource conservation and optimization, uh, specifically that it is critical to retail sustainability because it aids in decreasing greenhouse gases, but also habitat destruction and pollution, two things that uh, a lot of brands and retailers may think a little bit less about. And also that many countries have regulations in place either already or expected too soon to encourage resource conservation and sustainable practices. And we believe that by complying with these regulations, businesses can avoid legal penalties and reputational damage and thus support their business growth, uh, growth much better. But there is still a lot of issues in the space. One of the biggest issues in retail right now, and we actually do have a report uh, that did come out just a week ago uh, on the topic, uh, is the topic of food waste. For example, we do calculate that U.S. food waste totaled more than $650 billion in 2022. Uh, that's just a whopping high number. And that is based on $1.25 trillion of food and beverages uh, that are sold, uh, consumed. Uh, and that number really is just mind boggling to me. So Sunny, what are some initiatives or technologies that you think brands and retailers can use uh, on their mission to reduce their overall waste? 
Yeah, um, as mentioned, so sustainable packaging is an important perspective. Um, brands and retailers can focus on reducing packaging waste, um, implementing recycling and uh, comp- um, recycling programs, and promoting closed loop production. Um, for example, IKEA um, they has um, has set a goal to become a circular and climate positive business by twenty thirty, um, including eliminating waste from its operations. Um, in addition, uh, we worked with 3D Look um, last month. We published a report on apparel returns. Um, so in the fashion space, returns is, is actually a big problem. Uh, but some technologies can help reduce returns, um, such as using um, 3D um, a, a virtual try-on or um, 3D sizing solutions. So customers can use some pictures of, of themselves to see uh, what looks good on them, uh, what size fits them well. Um, so yeah, um, I think um, 3D, um, a virtual try-on, um, 3D um, sizing solutions, um, sustainable packaging, um, and also mention sustainable transportation technologies uh, will be on the rise. Awesome, and I'm sure there's so many different ways to uh, really approach uh, resource, uh, resource conservation and optimization. Thank you so much for listing out a few. And of course, you know, we talked about a lot of things, but a lot of brands and retailers may be struggling to uh, kind of put it all together. And we do agree that there's a lot of different things to cover. Uh, but that's why we always recommend uh, going back to Corsite Research on Core Sustainability Framework. And for those of you that may not be aware, it is a great framework that provides a model through which retailers can begin to internalize a sustainability strategy. And there are five specific components. Number one, environmental awareness. Number two, circular models. Number three, optimized operations. Number four, responsible supply chains. And number five, excellence in reporting and communicating. And of course, if you go on our website, everyone, uh, we do expand on this framework in a lot more detail. Uh, but the last question that I did want to ask you, Sunny, is what do you think is the value of Corsite's Encore framework to brands and retailers? And to you, which component stands out a little bit more as especially important for retailers in 2023 and why? Yeah, um, I think the Encore framework could really provide brands and retailers with implications um, regarding how they respond to um, to, 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 to changes in the uh, climate change and also respond to consumers' growing awareness of sustainability, how they could adjust their supply chains, their business practices, and their products to be more sustainable, and how, how, how those initiatives can increase um, top-line and bottom-line growth. Um, to me, I think responsible supply chains um, is the most important or, or stands out um, uh, stands out because um, this can be related to social responsibility, environmental responsibility, legal compliance, uh, brand reputation, and financial performance. I'll just highlight um, brand reputation because it's very important. Uh, brands and retailers uh, build brand reputation and loyalty among consumers who prioritize sustainable and ethical practices. So companies are not doing for themselves. They're also doing for consumers. Um, companies and consumers need to be aligned or um, staying on the same page on um, uh, being responsible and uh, reducing environmental impacts. 
Wow, that's great, Sunny. And thank you so much for breaking down your perspective on the Encore framework. Uh, just like you said, I think it's uh, it's a framework that is really timeless and one that uh, is extremely valuable to brands and retailers, even as the retail and sustainability environment changes. And that does uh, do it for our time today uh, on the podcast, everybody. Of course, there are certainly numerous other initiatives and technologies for brands and retailers to leverage in their journey towards sustainability that we hope to discuss with you all in a later podcast. And I'm sure a lot of you do want to still learn more. And for those interested, we have many recent great reports that we did release on sustainability currently on our website, including one on returns, resale, and sourcing, as well as one on food waste reduction technology. Also, please be on the lookout next month for a report uh, that is currently in the works uh, and that is going to discuss five sustainability technologies that we believe brands and retailers should and can be using uh, today in their sustainability journey. And once again, everyone, happy Earth Day to you all. And thank you all so very much for listening in to another episode of Retailistic. And we look forward to you all tuning in for another episode. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>